He is a SHRM and HRCI certified HR professional with over 20 years of experience in BFSI and NBFC industries. His area of interest is content writing and wrote articles for ETHR World on how hiring trends will change post-COVID-19 and how companies can strategically leave a positive impact on Gen Z. He is also a speaker and appeared on platforms like HR Success Talk and business schools like Amity Business School. On the volunteering side, he is with HR Success Talk as President Global Expansion, where he is establishing and developing the global chapters. In addition, he is also a mentor and career coach for students and professionals who are in the early stages of their careers. In today's episode, let us learn more about Praveen Ratna's career journey and get his insight on HR analytics. Hello. Hi there. Welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a better future. This podcast is to help professional students, IT employees and entrepreneurs to shape their careers. Dear listeners, in every episode, we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help each one of you learn great things. Also, we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact about the IT world or technology towards the end. So stay tuned till the end. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is your host, Naveen Samala, and it's my co-host, Sudhakar Naganla. So folks, as Sudhakar mentioned, today we are going to discuss a topic, analytics in and for human resources. And we are pleased to welcome Praveen to our show. Praveen, thank you so much for being part of TGV's journey in shaping the lives and careers of millions across the globe. Thank you, Naveen and Sudhakar, for giving me this opportunity to uh, come on the platform of TGV. Thank you once again. It's our pleasure to host you, Praveen. Can we get started? Yeah, sure. Okay, so Praveen, can you please share about the top three skills that contributed you to reach the current position that you are in? Sure. So, uh, growing in any career, two things are important, attributes and attitude. Because attitude defines your altitude. So attitude is more important than skills. I'm not saying that skills are not important, but attitude is important. So that if you are having the skills, but if you are lacking in your attitude, it is very likely to get failed. What has helped me to increase in my career, to grow in my career, is a first thing, proper understanding of the business. Keep evolving your learning and do it for you know, do it for the sure attitude that, okay, I will do it. Because understanding of the business, why I am saying, is the most important thing. Until unless you are not understanding the business, it is very difficult to get the work done through in a proper way. So these three things have worked for me. So attitude determines altitude, nice quote, and understanding the business. So Praveen, you talked about the top three skills. Now, coming back to today's topic about HR analytics, can you briefly talk about what do we mean by analytics in and for HR? Okay, so analytics in HR, 
दिस इज द टर्म ऑफ द कॉम्बिनेशन ऑफ टू वन इज एनालिटिक्स एंड सेकेंड वन इज एज अ डिपार्टमेंट ऑफ एच आर एनालिटिक्स वी कैन यूज इन एवरीवेयर बट वेन इट कम्स टू एच आर दीज डेज इट इज अ वेरी हॉट टॉपिक right uh, because of uh, pandemic and all people has started working on this area so basically it's a data driven approach which helps you to identify your strength and weaknesses where you are lacking or on which areas you are strong and analytics is not always finding about the shortcomings it is uh, finding about the your strength also because when you find your strength you will maintain that that strength or improve that one and for the shortcomings you will work on your shortcomings to improve in a better way so analytics works in the both direction coming back to the main topic where we use the analytics in hr in hr we can use multiple ways of analytics so it is a very wide topic just to brief down analytics can help you how to reduce your turnover what is the cause of turnover because causation is more important than the ratio that what is the attrition percentage is there the causation is more important so you need to find out the what is the cause which is hampering your attrition rate this can help you there finding out how good your hiring process is like uh, time to hire cost per hire because uh, hiring is a term where recruiters spend most of the time from publishing the job description till onboarding there a lot of time is consumed uh, how we can reduce that time how can we reduce that uh, costing because nowadays costing are more relevant earlier it was like okay uh, if it is 10% up and down then people don't mind about that but nowadays costing is more important so cost per hire is a important aspect uh, which can give you the better result in future then find out which segment for you is working well like uh, as a company if i am hiring from campus and lateral both so which is working for me the most whether experience is uh, giving me the better results or the campus so or if i want to further drill down on the campus side so suppose i have uh, recruited from five campuses so uh, which are these campuses who are productive for me out of 5 all might be all five will not be uh, productive for me out of five uh, three are productive for me. so i i will find out who are those three campuses who are productive for me so that in future we will focus on that similarly on the lateral side which industry is working for me what experience age is working for me what is the age of candidate is working for you so there are lot of uh, permutation combination which you can use in hr analytics again the industry type like uh, someone is from the same industry someone is from the different industry someone is from the urban background someone from the rural background so there are a lot of things which can uh, help uh, you then how your team is spread within the department like you have the strength of 1000 people so there could be a chance that uh, in one department there are excess employees and in other one there are short so we can uh, analyze that thing that the my team is equally spread or not how you are compensating your employees so compensation as per industry where you are placed then if we come out on the training part so how the training is going like the results of the training shows you the efficiency of the training right so when it comes to the analytics we identify 
that what are the training sessions which are more productive than the other which uh, set of training is more productive so all these things are uh, used in the collaboration or in the solo how your team is performing is starting from individual level to unit level and state level and region level every level how your team is performing who is but performing better who is not performing then who is not performing so why he is not performing so causation is important thing and we work mainly on these aspects in the hr analytics form that was a set of comprehensive inputs and uh, as you mentioned like analytics are used everywhere and you have highlighted one important thing generally people think okay how do we identify the shortcomings or what is lagging right but you brought in an interesting perspective saying that hey it is also used to understand our strengths right and in addition to that working on overcoming those shortcomings and you have covered various aspects with regard to the the hr process life cycle be it from recruitment training and even the campus hiring part of it what works well what did not work well so likewise i think there seems to be a lot of benefits by leveraging this analytics so that management can take some effective decisions for the benefit of the organization so thank you so much for sharing those uh, insights now probably talk a different topic okay based on our conversation that we had uh, right from your hr hat do you think this domain switching is beneficial to the individuals and companies because especially in it we will not see much of uh, i would say cross pollination wherein leaders from a different domain all together come and join it or it people go and join a different domain that rarely happens but when it comes to other domains like fmcg to automobile automobile to fintech fintech to edtech so on and so forth right so in case if somebody is moving from fmcg to it or automobile to finance do you think it is beneficial to both the individuals and companies or what is your perspective overall so from uh, if you talk about the uh, perspective of cross domain switching yes of course it is you know very feasible and uh, the basic thing what uh, we need need is to understand your business and domain what i have already mentioned in the first question because if you understand your business there is a very fa- fair chance to get yourself to uh, succeed in that role let's say someone is switching from fmcg to financial services or to automobile or to banking or nbfc so what does he need to understand because he need he understand the basic concept of the sales part how to conversate how to present uh, how to fix up the calls and other things uh, the other basic attributes he is well uh, aware about that he need to understand the product only he has to align with the product and understand with the concept of the business and product understanding so these are the uh, some attributes uh, which he can align and he can move forward in my last organization i have seen there are couple of employees were there from the um, different uh, domain from the different industry and they co- joined as a financial services industry and they did very well the main point is uh, again understanding of business and clear concept that is the main point which i always mention that otherwise it will be very difficult for you even in the same industry so be prepared for that and uh, there is no as such hard that uh, cross domain switching is something which is very difficult or something it is very much handy 
Wonderful. I think main point that is resonating throughout this conversation is about understanding the business, right? In case if you are aware of the nitty gritties of the business, the way this domain operates overall, then there is nothing stopping you. And yes. in addition to that, your foundation should be very strong, okay, with regard to the basics of the function. And in that case, probably this domain switching will not be that challenging. And as you mentioned, there is no hard and fast rule that you have to stick to a particular domain throughout your career. So thank you for those amazing insights. So from your HR hat again, Praveen, talking about the post-COVID hiring scenarios, okay, how should the candidates prepare? Can you highlight a few important points which the candidates have to have on their mind when preparing for post-COVID hiring? Yes, so uh, situation is... Uh... Bit bit tricky. So because post COVID the scenarios have changed and uh, organizations are still in a conscious mode because of uh, third wave and all. So they are still not opening the pocket very frequently or uh, very much. So the situation is tricky. But companies are started hiring as per their plans. They have reduced their plans. That is the other thing. But they have started their hiring. But one thing what I would say in this scenario, candidates must keep themselves open rather than keeping themselves in the boundary like a specific job role, a specific location or a specific com- compensation package. So keeping apart, uh, these things aside, candidates should be open because situations are tricky and uh, due to this remote working, situations are even more tricky. Because nowadays what is happening, if I am sitting in Delhi, I can join an organization which is in Bombay or based out of Bangalore. Because they are pretty much happy with the remote working. So one need to be very open about that. That okay, because life, what I understand is life is a game of chess, right? So to move forward, might be you have to take one or two step back. So suppose uh, on the pre-COVID era, one is working in the uh, bit higher position, manager or senior manager position or something. So if he is getting the chance to back into the business through the managerial role, one step down, he should not hesitate on that point because the main uh, purpose is to get back into the business, then show your skills, show your passion and regain the previous position or get more success out of it so you should not keep yourself boundary because when you are keeping yourself in the boundary you are restricting your opportunities so that is the one thing companies are why i said is tricky because keeping cost in mind they are focusing on internal mobility like rehiring and campus hiring so these are the few things which companies are looking because uh, the cost is minimum there internal mobility there is zero cost rehiring there is a minimum cost campus hiring there is no cost so a lot of permutation combinations are going in the in the companies so one has to be very much clear about that what he want to do rather than keeping himself in boundary keep yourself open because the first idea is to get yourself in job and after some time you can start exploring new options you can you can perform better your skill it will be very easy for you to get into previous rules situation outside is not rosy 
so always push yourself into hard things and finding new things learning curve should not stop even if you are out of job you should always try to learn something up skill yourself so that whenever you get the opportunity you grab the opportunity and move ahead in your career absolutely situations are tricky and dicey no doubts there so keeping yourself open without boundaries or restrictions and ensuring that we always constantly keep upskilling ourselves will definitely help us in getting better opportunities so pravin that is all outside view one thing i would add for the candidate perspective don't get panic it can even make your situation worst rather than panicking yourself keep up skilling keep uh, aware about your surroundings what is happening and do something which can help you to land in a better position rather than panicking yourself great point actually you should always keep up skilling so that you can stay current and relevant to the industry sure but as i was mentioning pravin the way we are looking at it is more from the external candidate looking for an opportunity in the industry how about the internal employees the current situation how should the employees prepare and approach this appraisal discussions the performance and compensation merit increment discussions what should he or she be focusing on this question is uh, again very relevant and from the perspective of companies as well as candidates because uh, both are looking for the cost right this is a very important question so as i said earlier most of the things are data driven so when it comes to performance uh, appraisal compensation discussion always remember number speaks a lot so if you are having numbers in your kitty the discussion will be more specific and concrete so there are few things you need to understand and keep yourself while discussing with your manager that what is your performance number first of all where you are in the current organization structure at what compensation you are insight on your compensation as compared to the market like if someone is working as a manager of different specific department then they can compare what the compensation is going in the market at the same level and at the same industry or at the same department so these numbers will help them out and what is the industry pattern in appraisals what are the average increment are happening in the industry so if two three things are will be handy with you there are very fair chance that you can do a very good discussion with the uh, with your manager and get it sorted that was a wonderful suggestion actually because we often come across this uh, smart stuff right specific measurable achievable realistic and target when it comes to goal setting similarly when it comes to the appraisal discussions maybe we can also follow the star approach situation task action and result and you you struck the right chord in terms of coming up with some numbers okay not only for talking about your performance but also benchmark yourself with the industry numbers so that you can have a better negotiation and that way it will be a win win situation for you as well as your boss so thank you that was a fantastic uh, suggestion yeah you have anything to add pravin yeah because it always helps you to get your understanding clear mm-hmm. like uh, suppose my aspirations are i should get uh, you know x amount of package this is my aspirations but how the industry is running if industry is running on x minus 2 how one can give me x 
so keeping uh, aspirations are any uh, aspirations can be anything but uh, keeping that aspirations into realistic world is something which is different and important amazing i think that was a fantastic conversation so far praveen let us lighten up the conversation today and uh, we would like to ask you a few interesting rapid fire questions with your consent and if you are okay let's get started yeah sure wonderful thank you for the spirit really appreciate it so moving on to fire the very first bullet out of the rapid fire what is the most adventurous thing that you have done so far praveen meeting my girlfriend with her boyfriend amazing <laughs> wow <laughs> amazing fair enough yeah what is your favorite food food yeah and dokla dokla wow okay moving on to the next question what is a hidden talent that praveen has and no one knows about it probably you want to disclose it to tgv audience even i am trying to find out okay yeah maybe by the next interview we want to have you find out and share it with our audience all right so moving on with the next question out of rapid fire what has been a question on your mind for which you never got answered so far boss doesn't understand that he was junior once a time fair enough wow that was so good and uh, moving on to the last question from the rapid fire what is one message that you would like to give to your own younger version good and bad times comes always believe in your strength work on your weakness and challenge yourself wow simply amazing so thank you so much for being so candid and so sportive in the rapid fire round with that i would like to hand over the session back to mainstream over to sudhakar thank you navin and uh, that has been a phenomenal <laughs> rapid fire i would say pravin boss not understanding that he himself was at one point of time in his or her life was a junior as well right absolutely so one final question for this session pravin what is your one piece of advice for those who want to make big in their careers i would just like to advise them there is no shortcut for success if you will take shortcut routes you will end up in some of the situation which uh, might be you cannot handle so rather than taking a shortcut understand your business its flow and most importantly believe in yourself hunger to learn and work with never die attitude because i always focus on attitude and understanding of business these are the two points where i am always focusing on the entire show i came across around two to three times on this point because these are the points where you can actually work yourself because there are two things like internal and external circumstances right so you cannot deal with the external circumstances but what is internal you can always deal and you can always get it better so make your house uh, strong everything will be fine and you will get the sense thank you pravin i think like you rightly mentioned all across the discussion these three themes came out very clearly ensure you understand the business only then you will be able to provide the value and your positive attitude always helps you and always keep learning thank you so much pravin it was indeed great having this conversation with you thanks for taking time it is amazing to have this conversation on analytics in and for human resources and life at large thank you so much for taking time we really appreciate i'm sure our tgv audience are going to love every bit of this conversation thank you navin and thank you sudhakar for calling me on this platform and i hope i would be able to add some value addition in your platform thank you so much absolutely pleasure hosting you and thanks again for being part of tgv's journey 
in shaping the lives and careers of millions across the globe. All right. So with that being said, let us move on to the trivia segment of today's episode. So folks, today we are in the generation of robots and robotic vacuum cleaners. Because definitely house cleaning and mopping is some of the redundant, mundane, repetitive activity which is so boring. And robotic vacuum cleaners will come handy. So here comes a question on the robotic vacuum cleaner. And what is the name of the robotic vacuum cleaner which is made and sold by iRobo? I know you are thinking, but let me disclose the answer as per the ritual. Roomba is the name of the robotic vacuum cleaner which is sold by iRobo. And I'm sure in the next few years, Roomba will become part and parcel of our lives. Interesting, isn't it? Thank you so much for listening. There is more in store, folks. Stay tuned. Take care. Be safe. Until next time, bye-bye. And we are signing off for today. See you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest.